Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey uh, here today to give you some movie news. Um, we'll get started and say I finally did see the trailer to the Mr. Rogers biopic starring Tom Hanks. That movie looked so good. Uh, it really, I feel like it's going to be like an, uh, an emotional roller coaster in a way. Uh, a lot of people were feeling the feels of that movie. Um, but yeah, I. I didn't watch much of Mr. Rogers as a kid, but I I didn't know who he was, and this trailer to this movie just looked really good. But I just wanted to start off by saying I did finally see that trailer, and it, it looked really good, and it's something I am excited to see later this year in November. Uh, but moving on, um, I'm going to get to some, some news. Uh, this time I wrote it down instead of looking it up. I do have a couple things to look up, but... The MCU Jane Foster character is going to be called Mighty Thor in Thor 4, uh, Love and Thunder, uh, not Female Thor, uh, of course. No one, if anyone expected her to be called Female Thor, uh, I don't know what you're thinking. Obviously, she would, I didn't know she would be called Mighty Thor, uh, but, you know, but, you know, that's okay. I, I know people are probably turning their heads, uh, with Jane Foster being Thor, but some people are really excited for it. Like, but I don't know. I I don't know. But I do know this that I, I'm excited for Thor four. Um, Jane Foster is mighty Thor. That's gonna be interesting to see. Um, it's just gonna be interesting to see how this all takes place. How did this come about? But uh, I'm interested in it. Of course, it's the Thor movie. I'm interested. It's MCU. So yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> so. But now I'll go on to my next topic. Uh, the Terror Infamini trailer dropped at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Um, just now hearing about it, and I haven't yet to see season one, but season two looks very good. Uh, it, it does. It looks really good, and I'm excited to see it. But I do need to go back and watch season one. Uh, but yeah, that looks really good. It looks suspenseful. Um, you basically. Uh, this guy named Chester, he's a photographer. You're you're following him around in his community, and yeah, some weird things starts happening. He's taking pictures of something he really shouldn't be. That's expressed in the trailer. He's taking pictures of spirits and stuff. And uh, I believe C. Thomas Howell makes an appearance in this trailer. It says he's not letting letting anyone leave until he knows what's going on, uh, or anyone's got a good reason for what's happening. Uh, he's so he's basically keeping these people hostage. Uh, so it just looks really suspenseful, really creepy and eerie, and I, I'm I'm all for that. So I really can't wait to watch it. Um, I yet I haven't seen season one again. Uh, I need to get to watch that. Uh, it looked interesting. I just never got around to watching it. Um, but up next is Marvel is retconning Scarlet Witch for Doctor Strange two. I've heard some people say that maybe she's gonna be the villain, and I will say yes, yeah, she did get a little dark in Endgame, but. I, Come on, how could she not get dark? I mean, look what she went through. I mean, she lost Vision, she lost her brother in, uh, you know, in the Age of Ultron. Uh, man, she's lost a lot, you know, as did every Avenger. I mean, the MCU lost a lot when they lost, uh, you know, Vision, Black Widow, um, Captain America, of course, Iron Man. Uh, if I'm forgetting anyone, I do apologize. Uh, but yeah, they've lost. She's lost a lot. I can understand her motivation. Um, but to turn her villain, a villainess, 
uh, kind of works well uh, if they're going to bring in the Edsman later on. So, because she's Magneto's daughter, but technically, I don't. They haven't said that in the movies, but that's who she is. So, um, so I, look, I, I'd be okay with her as the villain. Um, makes it more interesting, in my opinion. It kind of makes me cheer for her instead of Doctor Strange because I'm not the biggest Doctor Strange fan. I like him better than I did, but I, I like her better than Doctor Strange. So, but it depends on the story. It's supposed to be kind of a horror film as well, so I'm excited about that. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this movie. Uh, I, I, before Infinity War and Endgame, I was not looking forward to another Doctor Strange solo film. I was not. I'll be honest, but it's not that I hated the original. Doctor Strange film, it's just, it didn't hit me like I wanted it to. I thought the movie was a little bit rushed. Uh, I don't know, but you can say the same thing for the last film. I just saw Lion King, uh, you know, I just thought it was a little bit rushed in certain parts. Certain parts I thought was too long, but, you know, I still enjoyed that movie, by the way. But, my review is up. Uh, but, yeah, um, Marvel is retconning her, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Um if she's a villainess or she's a tweener, not really a villain, but not really, you know, face hero villain, you know, uh, but wrestling term, sorry people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I look forward to it. I look forward to what they do. I mean, I, I will be getting down to what's coming up with Marvel in a minute, but yeah, I look forward to that movie. I look forward to every movie that MCU does, but that one particularly is something to keep an eye on. Uh, I didn't think I would think that for Doctor Strange 2, but it is something to keep an eye on. And but up next we have Tom Cruise required the entire cast to be able to fly f fighter jets, and <laughs> I, I I always I, I'm a big fan of Tom Cruise. I know I'm one of the few still fans of his. Um, um, he he's a little nutty, um, but it, it shows. Uh, he wants it to be legit. He wants it to look real. So I, I applaud that. He did the same thing from the, the Mummy, which a lot of people hate that movie. I actually enjoy it. Uh, he he does it for Mission Impossible. He does these crazy stunts. I mean, so yeah, I could believe that he wanted people to fly this jet, uh, the fighter jets, uh, namely him. I, I knew he wanted to fly it and be on film, and he wants to go to space for the next Mission Impossible movie. I mean, legitly, he wants it to be legit, him going to space. I mean, it's just, it's it's crazy. The guy is nuts. But I love him for it, and he, I, I love his attitude when he goes for a project, because he gives all, he gives everything, and I respect that. Uh, I, I really respect Tom Cruise as an actor, um... Not just an actor, as a stunt, you know, a stunt devil, because he is a stunt devil. He will do, and I think one day it's going to catch up to him. I think he's going to do a stunt that he shouldn't be doing, and he's going to pay for it. But uh, I, I respect him for what he does, and um, what can I say other than that? I mean, I respect him. I think it's a little insane. I, I can imagine that the rest of the cast being like, he wants us to what? <laughs> fly a fighter jet are you kidding me but you know i feel like if you know tom cruise you know what he's about as a fan you know he's bonkers crazy but he does it for the fans as well he wants the fans to enjoy something and um 
And I was listening to the John Campion show. They were talking about Tom Cruise and what he brought to them debuting uh, Top Gun Maverick trailer. He didn't think the trailer looked great. Me personally, loved it. I can't. I don't want to see anything else. I'm, I'm there. Uh, I think it's got hype. I think it's going to do really well at the bots office. It's be the first film that does really well at the bots office that isn't Mission Impossible. I mean, Edge of Tomorrow did okay, um, but I think it underperformed what they wanted it to. It's getting finally getting a sequel, but look, man, I, I love Tom, and I will go see anything Tom does. Um, he's a he's just to me he's a national treasure. I mean. He may be a jerk in real life, I don't know, but on 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 in a film, man, I just enjoy seeing him work, and that is me being completely honest. He's probably today in my top five actors I like to watch. So um, if he does a film, I'm gonna see it eventually. Uh, I still have it. I, I, he did it based on a true story film. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, where he was a pilot. I haven't seen that one yet, but to me, that didn't look all that great, but. I heard it was really good, but I haven't seen it yet. But I'm going to move on to the next topic here. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon to star in Ridley Scott's Last Duel. Uh, this is a, a period piece uh, about two friends. Uh, you know, one betrays the other. Um, but, you know, I don't know which character Ben will play or Matt will play. I can only assume... Um, I'm gonna assume this. I'm gonna assume this that Matt Damon's gonna be the villainous character. I think he's a better villain than Ben. Um, but maybe the other way around. Ben may be the villainous character. Ben's played the villain before. I think he he do do an okay job at, at that. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm excited to see them work again together. Uh, it's been a while. I know they're in uh, Bill Bob uh, Jay and Silent Bob's reboot, but. How much time they spend on that film together, I don't know. I don't know, but I know that it's been a while since they really worked together on a movie. Um, so I'm excited just for them to be together because you know when they they're together in a movie, it's just it's it's magic. It it, it really is, and I'm excited for it. I really am. Um, I, I'm excited for any Ben Affleck movie. I still watch Matt Damon, but it kind. Most stuff he picks is is kind of bland to me, uh, and I love look one of my favorite uh, filmmakers actors is Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood did a movie with him, uh, put Matt Damon as the lead role. That movie was okay. It just I don't know. I, I've me and my girlfriend finally watched Downsizing the other about a month or two ago, and man, I just we didn't like it. <laughs> Bottom line, I I mean I guess it was all right, but. It left a lot to be desired, too. I mean, I thought they were going to go the comedy route with this, uh, but no, it was, they took it serious, and it just they didn't hit with me. But, you know, but I do look forward to this movie. Uh, I did like Matt Damon in the last Bourne film. Um, I hadn't seen Sabrobicon, but I did like him in the last Bourne film. I thought that was good, but I don't know. That's just, I just feel like he's... Picking bland roles in movies. Uh, I haven't seen The Great Wall. It, but I heard that's, that's not good. Uh, so, uh, Matt Damon needs something. Uh, more than Ben does. I mean, Ben... You know, uh, I know he's coming off... Uh, they said that it flopped. The Triple Frontier flopped on Netflix. But, 
overall, I think Ben's in pretty good shape. I mean, he usually does good work in his films. So, I mean, look, I'm excited for this. And uh, I'll check it out when it comes out, whether it's on uh, in a theater or if it's on Netflix or some other streaming service. I will definitely watch it. Uh, up next is Quentin Tarantino and Uma Thurman have been discussing Kill Bill Volume 3. Uh, he said he was only going to make 10 films. Uh, obviously, the 10th film will be Star Trek. Uh, Pulp Fiction in Space. That's that's what he said. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Uh, not a good idea, but interesting. Um, but for me, uh, I'm not a big fan of Kill Bills. I, I'm really not. Um, like, just not a big fan. I would have loved to seen. I know he wanted to do the Vega Brothers, Michael Madsen and um, John Travolta film. Uh, I would personally love to see that because they were from his very first film, Rosewire Dogs, I can't pronounce that name, and Pulp Fiction. Uh, they were brothers. Uh, uh, I would have loved to seen that movie, uh, them two together. That be If he did a final film after Star Trek, that would be my choice. But his choice could be Kill Bill. But for some reason, he thinks he can only make 10 films. Uh, I don't really understand that. But, you know, I hope he continues. He's one of my favorite filmmakers as well. I haven't seen every film, but the films I have seen, I really enjoyed for the most part. Um, you know, it took me a while to, to like Pulp Fiction. Now, I really do enjoy it. I, I love Travolta in it. I love Sam in it. Bruce is good. Bing uh, Rames. Uh, he's good in it. I don't like that last scene with Ingrams and um, the guy. I can never think of his name, uh, but I always remember him from Judgment Night with Dennis Leary, Emilio Estevez, Stephen Dorff, Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, Jeremy Piven. I, I love that movie. It's 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 a little 90s film, um, little 90s thriller called Judgment, Judgment Night, not Judgment Day. Excuse me. Judgment Night. But anyway... Whatever Tarantino does, I'll watch eventually, whether it's on the big screen or not. The last film I saw him uh, direct was The Hateful Eight. It was one of my favorite films of the year. I'm expecting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to be one of my favorite films of the year. That movie just looks fantastic all the way around, but, you know, we'll see. Um, man, if he does kill Bill Volume 3, I probably will go watch. I mean, I, I didn't... You love the first two. I, the first volume was okay. The second, eh, it just, I don't know, it just didn't hit me. Uh, I felt like those films should have been shorter. Uh, you don't have to tell a two and a half hour movie for both of those films. But that, that's just my opinion. Uh, up next, we got Chris Rock Saw. And that's just funny to say, Chris Rock Saw. Uh, but yeah, his Saw has moved up to May 2020 release, and it's raise some eyebrows, but I understand, I understand why they did Usually Saw comes out in October. And I get it. I get it. They moved up because of Halloween, no doubt. <laughs> they want to get far away from Halloween, and that's cool. Uh, I'll go see this movie. I don't know what to expect. I I don't know if Jigsaw's around. I, I don't know if this is, is this a continuation of Jigsaw? Is this a remake? I don't know what this is. Uh, honestly, I do not know. I have heard literally nothing about it. Only I've heard is Sam Jackson may star in it. Um, but I don't know if he is starring. Uh, I haven't really looked it up. I'll look it up real quick. See if Sam Jackson is officially in this movie. Uh, 
obviously someone's got to play Jigsaw. I mean, I mean, I mean, just it, it, yeah, it's it is going to be. Here's here's who they got in the cast. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. He doesn't give a character name, but he is in it. Max, I don't know. Chris Rock is even in it. So, yeah, I'm... The plot is being kept under wraps, described as a reimagining of the horror film Saw. Um, so, basically, we're just starting over. That's uh, what I'm taking from this. We're just going to start over. At, you know what? I'm fine with that. Um... Hopefully Jigsaw had a good ending. I have yet to see it. I need to watch it someday. Uh, maybe I'll watch it soon and review it for you. Or, you know, I know Aaron's not a big fan of it. I, I like the first one. And I, I do like some of the sequels. Uh, but the one that was supposed to be the last one, I I enjoyed it. It just didn't feel like it was the last one to me. I feel like it was still left open. It just didn't feel like an ending. Like it was advertised but you know i'm i'm gonna go see saw um this time around i didn't get to go see jigsaw but i don't go see saw jigsaw just i don't know i felt like that's i don't know just not a big big event film for me it's saw's not but this one i'm gonna go see because i love sam jackson I, I do enjoy chris chris rock so i'm gonna see see what it's about See if it lives up to the original, um, which, in my opinion, none have. Uh, but we'll see if this one does. But let's move on to the next um, topic, as every upcoming Marvel movie is announced. Now, I did a little bit of this uh, yesterday. talked about the Marvel Phase 4 a little bit. But, you know, this one's telling me what's announced. As I said yesterday, Spider-Man 3 may still be added to the MCU Phase 4. But here's the release dates. Black Widow will come out May 1st. 2020 so we're not getting a film in february like we usually do we're getting one in may which is cool i mean you know it's, it's fine uh the eternals will come out next november so we're only getting two films next year for marvel i mean that's fine i mean you know i i prefer to have three but you know two's fine so we'll see how black widow does and how the eternals do i don't know if the, these films will Cross the one billion mark or not, but we'll see. Um, up next is Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings comes out in February 2021. So that movie is what I'm really excited for. I, I'm, I'm pumped for that movie. I am so pumped for it. I mean, I really am. I, I look forward to that one. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out May. 2021. I'm pumped for it. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Didn't think I would be, but I am. And the last one for, for 2021 is Thor Love and Thunder, which is basically a Thor release date. It usually comes out in November, so uh, uh, this is a uh, this is interesting because you know, Chris Hemsworth is going to return and uh, Tessa Thompson is re going to return, but 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 Natalie Portman is playing Mighty Thor, um, and uh, it's uh, it's also gonna be before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, so 
I, it makes me wonder, like, was this before Infinity War? Uh, you know, is this a direct sequel to Endgame, which Thor's with the, the Guardians, so I don't, so they would have to be in this as well. Uh, I don't know how much of a presence Thor's are going to actually have in this movie, because um, I think it's going to be centered around Natalie Portman's character, Jane Foster. I really do. I think it's gonna be. I think she's gonna be the main character. I mean, uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, I think maybe Chris Hemsworth was going. I don't know. Can you imagine Chris Hemsworth being a side character in a Thor movie though? It just, uh, it's weird in in a way. But also, Black Panther two has been announced. Uh, that'll be in sometime in twenty twenty two. I would say February twenty twenty two. Captain Marvel probably get a summer release date. The sequel to that, uh, of course, Guardians of the Gal Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three's been announced. Um, Blade has been announced. Uh, Fantastic Four has been announced, and the big one, the X Men, first film, the X Men film has been announced. So, I think twenty twenty two, which you're gonna have, I think you're gonna have Blade, I think you're gonna have Fantastic Four, and I think you're gonna close out of X Men. Uh, Blade's gonna feel like a solo film. But Fantastic Four is going to feel like an Avengers film, in my opinion. Uh, and so will the X-Men. Uh, so, uh, but here's what's been confirmed for Disney Plus, uh, their shows. Uh, let's see. Looking it up real quick. Um, the... Val the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I am really excited for. Um, WandaVision, which I'm excited for. Uh, I, I'm curious, though. Um, how are they bringing Vision back? Because it says Elizabeth Olsen's going to be in WandaVision. And Paul Bettany, of course. WandaVision. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm just curious how they're bringing him back. But it's going to directly tie into Doctor Strange. Um, so maybe we're going to see her turn villainous at the end of that show. Uh, so if it, this actually feels like you have to actually watch the show before you watch the movie. Which I have yet to do on anything they've done. I like uh, Loki is happening. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely watch that. I'll see where he went. After Endgame. Because he's dead. But he's got an alternate timeline as well. So we'll see what happened there. And the show What If. It's an animated series. By it's going to examine what certain MCU stories would have been like. With certain things changed. Uh, which I think is f fantastic to do. And the last one they they're saying. It's saying. Is uh, Hawkeye is getting his own show. I'm excited for Hawkeye. Um. But, man, I would have rather him had his own solo movie. And a lot of people are thinking, well, he's going to be in season two. Clearly, he'll be in season two. Uh, but I don't know if he will be or not. I, I really don't know if he'll be in season two or not. But, I mean, not season two. He'll be in a Black Widow film. I don't know if he'll be in a Black Widow film. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, guess I was thinking one of their TV shows. If they're, I don't know if they'll even get a season two. 
because it's tying into the movies. But yeah, I don't know if Hawkeye's gonna get gonna be in Black Widow. I would think he would be, but I don't know. I don't know. Tell me what y'all think if you think um, Hawkeye's gonna be in Black Widow. Um, I'm curious to know. I really am. I'm really curious to know what the people think that listen to this. Will Hawkeye be in Black Widow? It seems like they're keeping it a secret if he is, but if he's not, they don't want to upset the fans as well. So, since he's got his own show, I think Hawkeye could tie into to the Black Widow movie, maybe. But that's coming out after, so I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, I don't know. I would just prefer a Hawkeye movie. I know fans have wanted a Hawkeye movie, but at least you're getting a show on with him. So, I mean, I'm happy about that, so... But, uh, Star Wars 9, uh, last shot will melt fans, says Kevin Smith. And this is what he was told. He said the last shot of this movie will melt fans, melt the mind of fans or something. Uh, look, I'm not a fan of the last film, but I love The Force Awakens. So if this is more like The Force Awakens, I'm on board. I mean, I'm going to go see it. Like, I mean... I, I've always, since we started this podcast, I've always said I'm, I'm kind of new to the fandom of Star Wars and all, but I will definitely go see this movie. I, I loved The Force Awakens. Didn't see it in theaters. First movie, the only movie I've seen in theaters when it revolves around Star Wars is Solo. And I love Solo, and I hope someday we get a sequel to that movie and a continuation of what they're doing. Uh, man... Oh man, I, I love that movie so much. I love that end credit scene so much. I wanted that movie so bad. I think we're getting in a TV show, but man, that could be a new trilogy, you know. Uh, and I, I'm not gonna spoil it in case you haven't seen Solo, because a lot of people didn't go see it. Hopefully, you've seen it by now. But up next, we got Spider-Man: Far From Home is the most grossing Spider-Man film to date, and that's because Marvel's in control of it. You know, I mean, I know Sony has something to do with it, but Marvel is in control of this. And, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, <laughs> what can you say? Marvel's taking, I mean, Sony was struggling with Spider-Man as far as the audience going to see it and repeatedly going to see it. It struggled to make, you know, struggled to break even. Um... But, you know, Spider-Man, since going to Marvel, has done outstanding. And it's about to cross the one billion mark. Um, so, it is definitely something to see. Um, I look forward to Spider-Man 3. No matter what they do, whether they bring in Venom or Kraven or whoever. Look, I'm excited to see it. I would, I'd be more, in, I really, I'm more so excited to see the after effects of what happened in the first end credit scene. I'm glad they brought back, you know, Jonas Jameson, um, J.J. Jameson, uh, you know, with the original Spider-Man actor playing him. That is awesome. I mean, I personally, I don't think anyone else can play him as good, but I'm very excited about that. Um, but I look forward to that next movie just to see where he goes because people know who he is now. If he has enemies and he does, they know who he is. And they know who he's close to. They know his I expect Aunt May to get killed in Spider-Man 3. I really do. I really expect that. Uh, he's he's going to be like a senior in high school in that one, and it'll be his last... Because I read it. 
they have a nine movie arc for him, and uh, the first three are in high school, mm-hmm. the next three are in college, and the next three are him as an adult. Now he could probably play this character until he's in his forties. So I mean, fifties maybe, depending if how long they want to go with Spider Man. But Spider Man's the most popular uh, of any Marvel character ever, and he deserves to be making this kind of money, and he deserves. These kind of films, and in my opinion, Spider-Man: Far From Home is the best Spider-Man film ever made. Uh, live action. I won't say it's better than Into the Spider-Verse yet, but live action-wise, I do think it is the best. Like I'll have to see both again to compare, but you know, live action-wise, it's the best. And before that, I thought it was originally Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Two, but now I think it is Far From Home. I really do. Uh, moving on. Spall reboot needs more financing. Um, I don't think this movie's ever going to happen. Um, I thought Blumhouse was doing it. Uh, apparently not. Uh, if it needs more financing. Um, I just don't think this movie's going to happen. I really don't. Uh, I hope it does. But I'm not a fan of the original. Uh, I know a lot of people are. It's got a cult following. But I just didn't like it. I didn't mind Michael J. White as Spawn, but Michael J. White is not the best actor. You, I mean, you could get a better actor. And they got Jamie Foxx, and Jamie's good. Uh, he's really good in certain roles, but, I mean, come on. He played Ray Charles, and you actually believed it was Ray Charles. Jamie Foxx has chops, uh, and he started out in comedy, but he really can act. I, I respect that guy, and um, so he could play Spawn in his sleep, and Jeremy Renner was supposed to be in it, uh, but I hope this film happens, but I have my doubts that it will. And up next, we got Who is Carl? Um, and, uh, and it's not a Walking Dead reference, by the way. That is a Terminator Dark Fate reference to Arnold Schwarzenegger's T-800 Terminator, who goes by the name Carl in this movie. And he apparently... I'm going to go with the theory that he's been living here... That he was sent back, and he's been living here for about 30 years. Um, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, he's got his own company. Uh, you know, he's... But I think he's working with Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor. I think he's working with her. I, she's been killing Terminators for 30 years. I think he's helping her find these Terminators and killing them. Uh... This makes me... And the fan theory is this. They announced Edward Furlong is back as John Connor. And the fan theory is that John Connor's going to die. Probably in Act 1. Um, or possibly die as a child. The fan theory was he was going to die as a child. They had they used Edward's likeness for another little boy to go back to 1991 and change the events of T2. I just don't see James Cameron changing the events of T2. And I don't see James Cameron killing off a character that was supposed to be leading the resistance. I just don't see it happening. My opinion, this is my opinion. Uh, Hope I'm not wrong in this at all. I don't, I mean, I know Edward Furlong's not going to be in the movie long. He's just not. You can tell that right from the get-go. He's not going to be in the movie long. But uh, I'm going to say... If they don't kill him off in the first act, and I'm hoping they don't, I really do. I hope they don't kill him. But I'm gonna say this: if they, if he's in it, and he doesn't get killed in the first act, 
my opinion is this. You won't see John Connor till the end credit scene. He'll show up then. And I hope that's the way they go with this. Also, we love the scene with Sarah Connor and T-800 creating havoc. But I think they're saving it for the sequel. Um, and I hope this movie makes money. I really do. I really do think this is bringing the, uh, the franchise back to where it was in 91. I think it's going to be the best sequel since T-2. I think... Which it doesn't have it doesn't have to do too much to be that. I think the best sequel so far is T three, which is an enjoyable popcorn flick. I recently rewatched it last year and I was like, you know, it's not as good as I remember, but I still enjoyed it. Um, so I look, I looked, I look at this and I think, oh man, you know, he's Carl. He's been here for thirty years. What if they did change the events of T2? What if he lived instead of died? What if John Connor died instead? Oh, man. Because it, it could be an alternate reality thing. And that maybe the way they go with it, I'm hoping they don't. I'm hoping something else happened. And he came back. And he just survived. And he, he's lived out these years helping Sarah kill Terminators. Um, but uh, that's my thoughts on it. Uh, I'm hoping... John doesn't die in the first act. I'm hoping he shows up to, at the end credit scene for them. For I think they have a, a, a story storyline guideline here for it, and I I'm hoping they don't kill him. Uh, but let's move on to the next topic: every horror franchise reboot that's coming our way. I'm gonna I'm gonna announce these. Um, here we go. Uh, Sam Raimi's Grudge will hit theaters in January on January 2020. Uh, technically, the fourth installment of the Grudge franchise, but it's getting a reboot. Um, uh, it's just gonna be a reboot. It's not gonna, you know, be anything. It's not gonna be the same. Not, no con continuity of the others. Um, so uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, I don't. I'm, I can't say I'm excited for this. I have not liked any of the Grudge films. I don't even know if I've seen the third one. I remember watching part three, part two though. I remember seeing that and they killed Sarah Michelle Gellar's character pretty quick. And I was like, well, she's why we're here. <laughs> but you know, well, that's why I was there. You know, but I did. I don't think I saw the third one. Um, but you know, I look. Sam Raimi's part of this, so I'm thinking it's going to be good. I don't know if he's directing it. No, he's not direct. He's just producing. Uh, so, same situation with Crawl. He's producing. Um, and that movie is fantastic. Uh, go check it out if you haven't seen it. I really highly recommend it. Um, but, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'll I'm i go see this. Because Sam Raimi's involved. And that'll get me there. Uh, my girlfriend loves The Grudge. So, that alone will get her there. So, But, we'll see. I think it'll be, I think it'll be pretty good because Sam Raimi's involved, and that's a selling point in my uh, opinion. Lee Wannells, uh, he, if you don't know him, he is the mastermind behind Insidious, uh, the uh, the the Saul movies. He was the writer of those. Um, there was another film he did that he he directed Insidious Chapter Three. Uh, he, uh, he was in Bye Bye Man, um, 
no writing credit, no directing credit there. He just appeared in it. I really like his work as a, as a writer. He also he did, he wrote a lot of um, James Wan horror films. Um, so, but Lee Wannell's doing The Invisible Man it comes out March thirteenth, twenty twenty. Uh, you know, I really think this is going to be the beginning of the reboot of the Dark Universe. They're not labeling it that, but I believe... Because they asked Jason Blum, would he take over the Dark Universe? And he said, a big yeah. Uh, but I think I think this is the start of the Dark Universe reboot. They're just not labeling it that. They don't want to. They want to take one film at a time, and I understand that. But I think once this film hits and it's successful, and I think it will be, because it'll probably cost between 5 and $10 million, and it'll probably make between 50 and $100 million. <laughs> So... Uh, but I, I definitely think this is the beginning of the Dark Universe, and I'm p- pretty pumped up for it. Uh, I, I enjoyed the original Invisible Man. It was it was it was a solid film back in the day, and I I enjoyed all the originals to these classic monsters. Um, so I look forward to it. Um, yeah, I I really do. I think it's gonna be a great film. I really do. Uh, see what's next. Chris Rock saw. We've already talked about that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm just wondering who's going to play Jigsaw. Uh, so, uh, you know, who's... I mean, I, they may not even call it Jigsaw, but I'm wondering who's going to play that type of character that's doing all this. Or maybe... I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh... Then you got Jordan Peele's Candyman comes out June twelfth, twenty twenty. I'm very excited for this movie because it's Candyman. I love Candyman. Whether Tony Todd is Candyman or not, I'm still excited for it. Um, I can't wait to see how it turns out. I was disappointed in Jordan Peele's Us, um, but love Get Out. But Us, I was disappointed with. I I don't know, I just, it wasn't groundbreaking to me, but, you know, a lot of people, I mean, you got a lot of people that love it, and you got a lot of people that don't, it's it's, it's a mixed bag, but I'm I'm still excited for this, Jordan Peele's Candyman, I'm really excited for it. Up next, you got Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. I just want to say I hate the titles, (laughs) but I really look forward to this. Halloween Kills comes out October 16th, 2020, and Halloween Ends comes out October 15th, 2021. My opinion, it's he's not going to die in either film. Um, they're going to say Halloween Ends, but he's not going to die. They're going to leave it open for more, because it's Michael Myers, of course. They're going to leave it open, but we'll see. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. love the 2018 version. Um, David Gore's uh, Hellraiser. Um, uh, it's a uh, I'm I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. I uh, I'm not a big fan of Hellraiser, so I don't know. I, uh moving on though. I know I didn't talk much about Hellraiser. I'm just not a big fan of it. I, I'm not excited for it. Uh, for the fans that are. Fan, I mean, if you're a diehard fan of Hellraiser, uh, I hope you're excited for it. But me personally, I'm just not. And this one, I don't think will ever happen. But it's listed on here: LeBron James Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Um, I, 
Well, I mean, you look at it from the aspect that he's a basketball player and he's rebooting a horror film. Chris Rock's doing it. So I'm not going to say he doesn't have an idea, but I just don't think LeBron James is going to really produce a Friday the 13th film. I just don't, but maybe he will. Maybe he's a really diehard fan and has the money to back this, and he obviously has the money. But, look, I don't care who's producing Friday the 13th. I just want a good Friday the 13th. I'm, it's my favorite horror franchise. It's my favorite horror character. I just I want Jason back, and I hate that the, these rights are happening. It's, it's in court. They just won't settle. They won't work together to pr- and produce a new Friday the 13th movie. It just makes me sick to my stomach that, they're, that their egos are that big and they're not thinking of the fans. But but I, I just look forward to the next one and I don't care who's producing it, whether it's LeBron James, Kevin Hart, anyone. I don't really care who's producing it. I just I want to see Jason back on a big screen. That's, that's, that's my thing. And I think that's most fans' thing. I'm not speaking for the fans, but I think that is... They want... Jason back on the big screen, and me personally, I want him back in a big way. I, I'm seeing Michael come back, and I'm saying, you know, Chucky got reimagined, and uh, every time a Hellraiser, uh, I've heard that they're talking about uh, Freddy coming back. Uh, you got Alan B's Melkoroy's Wrong Turn reboot happening. I think it's actually a remake. I, you know, for for me personally though. They should have just done a, a legit sequel to this. I don't know why Wrong Turn 2 didn't go to theaters. I don't know why the original director didn't say, Hey, that's... Because this movie made money. Why didn't this movie get a legit sequel instead of a straight-to-video sequels? Like Children of the Corn did and um, some other stuff. Lake Placid. You know, An- Anaconda ended up being direct-to-video or sci-fi or something like that. So, I'm excited for Wrong Turn. I love that movie. I absolutely love that movie. Um, so, I'm pumped for that. It is very much like The Hills Have Eyes. But, I still loved it. So, uh, but look, I'm, I'm excited um, for this movie. I hope it does well. And, um, man, I, I'm pumped for it. I think that's it. Yep, that was it. So, I'll go to my last topic of the day. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has been talking, that saying that there's been discussions of a Walking Dead movie featuring Negan. Uh, my thoughts on this, like I said, if you, if you follow this podcast, you know I have not seen um, the latest season of Walking Dead. I, know, I don't think Aaron has seen it either. Uh, so, it, i kind of fallen off the radar of Walking Dead. But, look, I look forward to any film, show, Walking Dead. I, I enjoy the product. Um, looking forward to the Rick Grimes trilogy uh, that's going to be in theater. So, I'd be up for Negan. Uh, I love the character. So, uh, I don't like what he did to Glenn or Abe. But, I obviously love the character. Um, but, but for him to do movies, you know, get a movie, I feel that he would have to leave the show. And... I, I don't feel that'd be a good idea for Negan to leave the show. <laughs> I feel like he's one of the last remaining likable bad guys uh, that could be good guys. Um, you know, like a change over time. But I just feel like you know, I know Michonne's leaving the show. Uh, you put everything in Daryl's hands, and I just you got people that love Daryl, but you also got people that hate Daryl. So you know, you need to have that balance of where most people 
enjoy the character, not Mitt's bag. But anyway, I think Negan could be that character that could replace, finally replace Rick. But I would love to see Rick come back. I hope Rick doesn't die in his movies. I hope it's a way that he returns. Take his mantle back. Uh, but, you know, look, look, anyone that listens to this podcast, and I've talked about Walking Dead, you know that Shane was my favorite character. I wish they wouldn't have killed him. I know he died early in the comics, but I just I thought what John Bertha was able to do with that character, he should have lasted a lot longer. Uh, maybe he went off, did his own spinoff show. Uh, you know, man, I, I, I think they regret killing him. I don't think they knew what they had with John. I really don't. Um, he went on to do Punisher. He's went on to do a lot of films, work with a lot of great actors, and just get better and better. And you know, he's just—he's just one of my favorites today. Uh, I will watch anything that John does. Um, man, you know, he went on to do the Punisher, and he's doing the Sopranos prequel movie. Um, so I mean, he's. He's worked with DiCaprio, he's worked with De Niro, Stallone. I mean, he's he's worked with big names, worked with Affleck. He's worked with The Rock. And a lot of people don't know that. Uh, he was in the, the movie Snitch with The Rock, I think, after season one of Walking Dead. Uh, so, yeah, he was still on Walking Dead when he did Snitch. So, uh, man, I look forward to anything Walking Dead related. I look forward to that new spinoff show they're going to do. I'm going to try to watch that. I'm going to try to catch up, up on Fear. I'm going to try to catch up on The Walking Dead. But as far as Negan getting his own movie, I'm, you know, I'm for it. But I'm not for it at the expense that he has to leave the actual show to do it. So if they can do both, I'm for that. But if you can't, just keep him on the show. In my opinion, um, I'm not sure how anyone else feels. That's just my opinion. But anyway, that's it for all movie news today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, hopefully I'll be doing an episode thirty with my friend Sean, uh, for Action Junkies. Uh, debut that series uh next week uh aaron and i will be back together uh we'll be doing shark week together um similar culture with jaws we're gonna we're gonna talk everything about jaws what it meant for film what it meant for fans what it meant for oceans what 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 it meant for everything what it meant for sharks you know what it's it literally scared everyone i can get into it all day but we'll we're gonna do a lot of research about jaws and um Man, that's going to be a great episode. And he's talking about doing a versus mode with the shark film. Uh, the Reef versus... Um, what was the other one? I can't think of the other one. It wasn't Bait. It may have been The Shallows. Maybe The Shallows. I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah. Um, and I've also talked to him about doing a book versus movie with The Meg. Uh, I really want to do that. And I also may do a, a list... I'm doing a lot for Shark Week. I'm a big Shark fan, so uh, the list of best Shark films I've seen and the worst Shark films I've seen. So, may do that um, next week as well. Uh, but stay tuned for more great content coming from you from here on the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Uh, but, you know, I hope y'all have a good day. Just stay tuned for more. And thank you for listening. This is Brandon Spivey, out.